and welcome to episode 10, episode X, season 2, episode X, of Reviews from the Crawl Space. We need a double fucking album put out right there. We'll call it, we'll call it Reviews, it'll be white, just white, like that Chicago album, and we'll just have Review from the Crawl Space X across it, even though it has nothing to do with anything. Sorry. Anyways, hello and welcome. Uh, I'm Douglas, over there laughing and not saying anything. Is Vic. Hey, Vic. Hey. Hey. Uh, I just want to start uh, start out by saying, um, hello, you found us. And we uh, also have some extra stuff that you might be interested in. So check us out on Reviews, Reviews from the Crawl Space as one block on Instagram. You'll find what we're currently working on, uh, kind of like the related images for that, going all the way back to back when we were doing vinyl reviews. So mm-hmm. every single episode is right there for your enjoyment. And on Twitter, similar, but... Um, Although I don't think we post too much there these days. That's kind of where you do... I've been posting probably a little bit more lately than... Oh, okay. So there you could find... That now... I was. Yeah, for exactly. A while. For exactly. Yeah, I was Because I didn't of... have it on my phone. So there you can kind of find uh, more... Uh, besides the stuff that we just talked about every episode and links for all that. But, but just general kind of music and movie stuff. Other stuff we find kind of interesting there. And um, I'll mention our playlist. Yeah. On Spotify, if you go and do a search for... RFTCS Radio, you will find our playlist, which is curated from an, an inherited vinyl collection that we went through. Yeah, as I think it was this about 600 albums in the end. Yeah, about that. And whatever we could find, we curated it. It's a, it's a great playlist. We listen to it all the time ourselves, still. And it's because it's so large, it's kind of great because it's like new songs kind of pop up all the time. Yeah. So um, so check that out. That's, that's something worthwhile. I'm just going to grab a sip of water here. So today's episode... We're going to, once again, kind of similar but different. We're going to review a movie. The way we kind of came about this is uh, once in a while, I like to go and look at movies that, look for movies that have high, like, critical rating but destroyed or hated by people. So, like, high meta score and just trashed by everybody or trashed by the general user or whatever. So I kind of go through movies like that. And there's quite a few out there that have high critic scores and otherwise are panned. So I kind of came across this as being a horror fan as I am, and you much less of a horror fan, but um, but still a horror fan. Still a horror fan, yes, because one episode recently. Because not only that, but this continues over to this, because we found another horror movie that you end up really enjoying. Yeah. And it was one that I came across. I, I just just by ratings and stuff found it. I haven't. I going into it, we never we didn't look at the trailer. I want to play the trailer here in a sec. We didn't play the trailer at all. We went to a totally fucking blind. I just downloaded this movie. And you would put it on, and you had no idea what we're getting into. No, and it's funny because oh, I'll say that yeah, we'll get into the sex. So yeah. I'll just let me play the the trailer for it now. And I actually have since we're going to talk about it anyway, I can play the trailer. But I actually thought about not playing the trailer because we didn't see it going in, and I think it added to kind of it added to his enjoyment because we're just trying to figure this shit out as we're watching. Yeah, it, true. So. But here it is. Here we go. It's from Shutter. It's Shutter Original. Shutter is a or a streaming service. Damn, it's good to see you guys. DeFranco, get your ass out here. Uh. Major? Major. <laughs> You're all here tonight. That's very special. It's been six weeks since Susie checked out. Sweetheart, we all miss Susie. Then please, will you humor me? With a seance. 
spirits speak directly through us. If there are any spirits here, make yourselves known. What the hell is that? Don't you dare get up. What? We have to end the seance before we break the circle. Look! way into our world with all your might come in i broke the circle that means the door isn't closed yet to hell with you then oh no you're not gonna drag us into the dark with you this madness is over this war is over says who Well, it says AMC Plus as well. Hmm. So that's good to know. All right. There we go. All right. All right. So here we go. So we're only going to do one movie today. One, one, yeah, just it's one today. It's a long weekend for both Canada and the U.S. Yeah, so if you're Canadian, a happy Canada Day, you hoser. And if you're American, just be cool. Please. <laughs> <laughs> just just, just chill. Fuck out a little bit. Happy 4th happy of, of July, in other words. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the movie's called Brooklyn Four Five. Uh, was for, it's from twenty twenty three. Rating is eighteen plus. Mm-hmm. Runtime one hour thirty two minutes. Uh, its genre is drama, history, horror. Mm-hmm. And uh, the movie is set in December on December twenty seventh of nineteen forty five. Five military veterans, best friends since childhood, gather together to support their troubled host, and the metaphoric. If you're writing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the metaphoric of their past becomes all too literal. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't, that doesn't sound right at all. It sounds close. So like, I know what you're getting like at. I missed a couple of words in there. Yeah. All right. So well, Okay, we'll explain it and do a poor job of doing that, too. Normally, I don't read out every single person that's in the movie, but... This is a small cast. First, yeah, small cast. It takes the movie takes place in one room. One room, one set. In uh, on a soundstage in Illinois. Yeah. So Anne Ramsey as Marla Sheridan, she was in A League of Their Own and Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, also, I'm gonna say she was in Dexter for quite a bit. Oh yeah, she was in Dexter yep. too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ron E. Rains as Bob Sheridan. Uh, he was in a series called The Onion Film Standard and a movie called Teacher. He was, I have to say, out of all the cast, because all these people have been in movies forever, and like hundreds of movies, he was the only one I was surprised. He looks so familiar. He's yeah. only been in like 15 things. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's crazy. Totally. They all do. And yes. None of, like a lot of the movies they've done, I, I don't No, they're, they're, they're characters or background char- or character people. Uh, Jeremy Holm as Major Archibald Stanton. He was in Mr. Robot and House of Cards. Yep. Larry Fessenden as Lieutenant Colonel Clive Hockstatter. (laughs) He's in this new movie called Killers of the Flower Moon that's getting all kinds of rave. He's been in so much stuff. Video video games, uh, movies. He's one of those character guys again. He's just like in things that you're like, oh, I know that guy. Ezra Buzzington as Mr. Paul DeFranco. He was in The Fight Club. And the hills have eyes. Yeah, I also have him as. Didn't I write him down for something else too? That he was. Oh no, I didn't write something else for him. Yeah, he's also been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
sorry. Yeah, bunch, you mentioned something. I did mention. I can't remember. I was like, oh yeah, and then probably <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> oh, uh, and last but not least, uh, he he played a character. Oh, he was in Ghost World. He Ghost played World. he played a character right, called right. Weird Al. Right. And we just watched that recently. We did too. Yeah. And last but not least, a name, lady by the name of Christina Klebe as Hildegard Bauman. She was in Halloween, Hellboy, and she's done a lot of voiceovers for, for video games, video again. games, yeah. movies, animated TV, and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. The director is a fellow named Ted. Joe Keegan, he has four directing credits. Uh, Mohawk from 2017, okay, and We Are Still Here from 2015. You're right about a lot of the actors because there's a couple of the dudes who are in that Mohawk as well yeah. for, for this guy, and I wish I'm pretty sure it was a horror flick that people yeah. liked for, from what I remember. Yeah, yeah, it is a horror movie as well. The yeah. guy seems to like the most of the movies that he writes horror, are horror. horror flicks. Yeah, uh, he was also the writer. 14 writing credits, Mohawk, and We Are Still Here. Uh, filming locations, the exterior, Chicago, interiors, like I said, IMX Studios on the soundstage in Elgin, Illinois. Yeah, so it's like, in, in that regard, I know we have I stuff to read my stuff. In that regard, it's, it could be a, a fucking stage play. Oh. Like, it's even read, like, it's the way it even is delivered sometimes is like a stage play and acted like a stage play. Yes, totally. Yeah. Yep, like, you're absolutely right. Uh, so for me, like you said... 2023 you did all that horror so the streaming and like i mentioned at the beginning it says it's a shutter streaming original but it also said that it was on amc amc plus i'm not familiar with amc plus but it's there apparently so good check it out and because of those two things and being new there's so far no physical copy of this movie obviously no. i'd be surprised if there ever was yeah same like we've already talked about it on yes. this podcast about it was... how anything that's put out by any of the streaming services and i'm telling you it's more and more we watched a video today from one of the youtube guys we watched I'm telling you more and more people are going to start turning back to physical media yeah because they've had enough of the bullshit in theaters why the fuck do you want to pay a million dollars to see a crappy movie in a theater when i could stay home we can stay home watch it with your buddies yeah like you said they're they're shoving it into streaming yeah two or three weeks after yeah why well, movie release stay home <laughs> or theater release so <laughs> it's a piece of shit stay home and watch wait, it wait for a few weeks and you can watch it for a fraction of the price. Naked in your living room if you want. Which to. is how we prefer to do things on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. We're doing it right now. Naked right now. People can't tell. <laughs> Except that's not true. I'm wearing it. I'm wearing just a tie just for formality purposes. No, none of that's true. <laughs> You're, no, I'm not wearing nothing. Um, <laughs> music by Blitz. Or is he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, is or are I? <laughs> Am I? Oh, I am no. <laughs> well, uh, clor- of course, you're thinking of if, if anything, you're thinking about that scene from uh, Pop Star. Yeah. Yeah, with the Chris Chris Redding character. Yeah, yeah when okay. he's teasing him yeah. about whether he was the one that sabotaged his, his wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so music by by Blitz. Back on track. Yeah, back on track. By Blitz Berlin. It's Blitz, and then it's just two slashes, and then Berlin. It's actually a group of three award-winning um, film composers. Actually, they're a formerly a Canadian punk band. I couldn't find out which punk band. I didn't look that hard, but... Oh, crazy. Uh, they have 21 credits, known for 2016 The Void, which is I'm, I, I really enjoy that movie, and I whip it out every once in a while. Uh, a, f- a favorite of the show that I promise you we will talk about at some point, 2020's Psycho Gorman. They did oh, this, They yeah. did the soundtrack, the cover for that. Yeah, that was a cool movie, filmed in Calgary. Yeah, another yeah. Canadian flick. So uh, we'll be talking about that. And uh, there was a short supplementary material for um, for Blade Runner, uh, Blade Runner twenty thirty six Nexus Nexus Dawn, and they did that short. So, yeah, they've uh, former 
punk band that switched to just oh. doing uh, movie scores now, and they cool, got cool. lots of stuff. And yeah, I like Canadian. it. The Canadian, cool. yeah. Um, cinematography by Robert Patrick Stern, American DP, with forty-three credits. No one for honestly, just mostly like low-rated horror shit <laughs> that you would find. Uh, uh, 2022 uh, Revealer, which I think is a, another Shutter movie. Uh, 2018's Chop Shop and 2014's The Glass House, which I don't think is actually a horror movie. I think it's just actually like a drama or something. Um, but there's a lot of those kinds of movies in there, and a lot of them, like I said, Shutter, and some some of them were kind of the same as some of these other people have worked on. So it's a little group, little group of horror people. We got kind of making the yeah yeah totally. which is what happens in horror quite a bit as you get groups of people working on yeah, a bunch of projects yeah, they together. kind of migrate from movie to movie yeah yeah so um and in terms of his work on like on this what i saw it was it was all right i guess his cinematography is fine for what it needed to be nothing yeah. nothing was horrible nothing nothing it was no. all framed out fine like, yeah considering it took <laughs> there's place in one, one room, room like what are you gonna a do stone in chicago it's, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, uh, I think it was in um it was supposed to be set in New York, but uh, so other than that, so notes and shit. I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna start off right at the top. So we talked about walking into this. Yeah. We had no idea. Put it on, and both of us were like, had a vague, kind of a vague idea of what it was. I, I had no idea. You had what none. It was. I hadn't even told none. you what the name of the movie was. No, no. <laughs> in fact, when it started, I picked up my phone because I thought, oh, here we go again. <laughs> here we go. This fucking horror movie shit. Another crazy movie that's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. And very shortly after, put my phone down. Yeah, because I started to watch it. And got involved in it. It kind of gets into a certain point where, kind of, yeah, kind of get into the, you kind of get the idea, the flow of it, the feel, like the vibe of it. Yeah, because it's set in 1945 too. So, I mean, that kind of set me off. Yeah, because and it's and it's shot in in like in the old four by three, the yeah. old just square. So it's very old school. All the music is kind of old school, old timey. Yeah. Uh, the clothes, everything is period appropriate. So it's just after World War II. Like, literally, yeah. this is the first Christmas after World War II. It's the first time all these friends have gotten together. <laughs> and it's just like, so yeah, like you said, we're going to getting into it. And it's just, at first, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, what fresh hell is this? But and, it's... Uh, I very quickly became involved in the story. Yeah, because, I mean, there are, there are tiny little bits of, 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 like, gore, for sure, like, throughout the thing, but... It's not, not not that kind of movie at all. No. It's very much just like I said, like a stage play. It's just them talking about you know they're, they're a bunch of these friends getting together and then really kind of with all, like the, all of them all of except them except the, the the husband the husband of uh, the Anne Ramsey character Anna, Hannah Marla no, Marla uh, everyone was in the military yes and, and like had been some lifelong military people lifelong yeah they have, and had just come through the war ha, yeah Hannah was or sorry Marla was well, she was uh, an interrogator and yeah. the other guys were just like frontline grunts yeah. And so yeah, they have an and actually the other three the three guys and the, and the, they were like part of the same unit command yeah, and like, ranked like right, yeah ranked higher than the other you know yeah so it's the, the first time so you kind of get there and it's just at the same time so you have all these people getting together for the first time but you're still you're, they're still fucked like fucked up from from war and they're yeah. trying to move on and there's always this there's this I'm kind of like jumping all over there's one thing that they say and it's in the trailer. Is you know she says the war is over and their response says says who and it's actually repeated like I think three times through the through the movie and every time someone says it it's answered 
It's answered the same way with says who, but the tone and meaning of the says who is different every single time. And there's a couple of repeating things in this movie, actually, that I think is kind of interesting. So that the war is over, says who, and then uh, he'll be with her with her family story, but yeah. we haven't explained any of how she gets into the mix. So my question and, is, and is how much... Like, it's kind of based around... How much do you want to spoil the movie? A neighbor who lives three doors down that the wife is convinced is a Nazi. Post-World War II, paranoia's running high. Yeah. She's German. She lives a couple doors down, so the war is over. People are turning their focus on to, oh, shit, she's German. She must be a fucking Nazi. So then they're just... Really, it's no different than what people do to new immigrants nowadays. They're just on top of them. Constantly, uh, Hildy actually says at one point that the the wife of this military guy actually spat on her kids and would just like scream at her. And so, yeah, so you kind of have all, like I said, all this World War II shit going on. And, you know, these people have been fucked up by all the horrible things. Like one of the guys is going to be on trial for what he considered what are considered war crimes but like the whole point he's saying is like but i was just following orders i was told what to do yeah like doesn't like i'm not the fucking bad person here so there's there's lots of that kind of thing dealing in this whole entire thing it's a very thought-provoking mag uh, magazine magazine it's a really <laughs> thought-provoking movie because you spend the majority of it trying to discern <laughs> yeah, figure out, yeah. who's who who's telling the truth yes Who's you know, trying shit. to thinking about their motivations yep. for doing things, and that's what made this movie so enjoyable. I thought about this movie for days after we. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about it a couple times too. And yeah. we, we've like it was what three weeks ago we yep. watched it. Yeah, about that for the first time, and we're still talking about it. So that's what made us decide today well, yeah, we're we going to do this. And the other reason is, is that this movie gets so highly rated by. Um, uh, people who review them. Yeah, did I did not give the scores out for it? I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll do it again. Internet okay. Movie Database, 5.8. Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score, 89% fresh. 89! Yeah. Uh, Metacritic score, 71. The the Rotten Tomatoes user score, 54. That's yeah. how we're talking about almost a 90% like, yeah. or a 40% difference. Like, yeah, so there's such a disparity between yeah. how, what the I critics are saying about it and what the people are saying about it. Yeah. Um, we had to watch it. Yeah, for and sure. And that's why we decided to talk about it because the two of us both felt it was a really good movie. Yeah, at the end, it was kind of like, oh, shit. In fact, we watched it twice. Yeah, we have watched it twice, yeah. So, and there's things that you kind of pick up the second time as well. Yeah, I liked it more the second time because, like I said, then I was familiar yeah. kind of what they, what it was going to like be all about and how the tension, like you, like you said, then you can look at other things um, because it, this movie is all about like tension and paranoia. That's yeah. all this movie is. And like yeah. you said, you, you nailed it. Because you're trying to figure out, you're dumped in this room with a bunch of people and you're trying to figure out what exactly is going on. Yeah. And I'm sorry, we're, we're going to get into spoilers. spoilers. I'm, I'm sorry, we have to do it. Because it really kicks, the whole thing really focuses up and kicks off when the commander or the major, whatever he, what, uh, corporal? Damn it. Jesus. The Larry, Larry Fender guy. Colonel. Colonel Clive. Lieutenant Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel. He's there because everybody's there to console him because his wife had died at Thanksgiving or she, she committed, committed suicide. suicide at the th previous Thanksgiving, so they're all there. But he and he blow he's a gun. He blows his brains the fuck out all over the wall while everybody's there in the room, locked in this room. He commits suicide, and I think from that point on, that the movie really focuses in because then everything starts to unwind after that. Like yeah. I couldn't imagine after 
all the traumas of war and then being locked in a room where someone just blew their brains someone you knew and grew up with and loved and cared about just blew yeah. their brains out yeah. and is st- is preventing you from leaving the room his his buddy is preventing you from leaving it's just like i said well and not only that but like they had the seance, the seance, at the a seance right I, but I'm, there and there was some weird hocus pocus stuff going on with the doors is not only could they not like the doors were locked but they couldn't get out they even had a key yeah to so, do so and they couldn't get out of this room hold on a sec oh i think i'm still going okay sorry i had a, a phone call on my phone i just wanted to stop all the the vibrating so i uh looks like we're still going so yay oh, hopefully good. those hopefully those people aren't listening to what to our podcasts <laughs> hey people well if they are welcome to reviews from the crawl space like and subscribe yeah <laughs> uh so yeah one of the things we we want to get into is it's kind of weird because it's 45 in 1945 so a lot of these actors like they're, they're doing their it's like a 40 it's it was kind of jarring at first because it's being done and acted like they're in like 1945 like it, yeah that's what i said i was it's very I to, at the beginning i totally lost interest yeah and it's kind of, of totally jarring at first but they're really into this period piece and it, it makes a difference but the two the two ladies uh, i think Anne ramsey and christina i think they're the best of the whole thing i mean all these people are doing a great job because there is you you just act. That's all there is is acting. There's no CG. There's no fancy effects. It's, you got to do some shit here. Have you lifting? And I think the two ladies do the best job because there's one scene where she has to interrogate Hildy, and I love that scene because she's just like talking to her. She knows she she's not a Nazi. She her job is she's an interrogator. She knows the job, and she sits down there and just the way she like takes the girl's hand. She's like, man, it's gonna be painful. And this is what I'm going to do. And this is if you get up and you move away from this, then we're just like going to know you're a Nazi. And like goes through that whole interrogation scene where she like shoves a thing underneath her fingernail and has her talk talk again. But it's the Hildy's the thing that I still don't know about because we talk about repeating, repeating lines. She gives exactly the same description about her life and her husband and her kids a bunch of times and it doesn't change. And to me... I'm sorry, just like like I said, we're getting all over the place, but that's what this movie is so good Well, and at. I think you're giving away too much, but there, I, that's, I that's just me. But, but the problem is, how can we talk about what we'd like about this movie without doing that? Anyways. Um, <laughs> okay. But I, yeah, she repeats the I, stuff. I won't give away any more from, from, uh, other than that. Other which than... you know that um, American soldiers, like we see it time after time after time in movies when they're captured... They do rank, name rank and serial numbers. Yeah, they're just like, Argh. and that's kind of what Hildy yeah she does settled into repeats that like yeah. a name rank and to humanize yourself. Yes, yeah. and, and that's why I think it works so well because you can never say just a hundred percent no, she's not because there's certain things that she does like the repeating of the rank. Oh, I'm I'm this person. I'm married to this person. And I have this, and I live three doors. Like it's the exact same thing yeah. with no variation. And to me, that's like, oh yeah, but of course you would say that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's typical. That's how they're trained interrogation to do Interrogation yeah. <laughs> responses to interrogation. So then you have the supernatural element over top of it, because like you said, they had the seance at the beginning, so yeah. that's kind of percolating underneath the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, you're still like I said, it's just after even after the fact, I'm still thinking about it. Like I'm with you. I uh, just talk, talking about the Hildy thing. I. I want to say no, just because you have to rely on what's her face doing her job, interrogating job. She said she wasn't. And it's just like, I still think about that. Could be. We'll never know. That's one yeah. of the beautiful things about this movie, yeah. is that there are some very, like, you don't get 
answers to things. No. It's, yeah, yeah it, it leaves it up to you to think about it. And essentially, it's a judge for yourself. there's like four, there are four or five friends locked in a room, and, you know, essentially they slowly turn on each other. Paranoia. Yeah, it's great. It's great that way. Like I said, there's so much war shit that they're clearly not dealing with. And, like, so most of those guys are still just in their mind. And they, they talk about it a million times. It's like their mind is still on the battlefield across the ocean. Well, and, and the, <clears throat> the guy who wrote this movie wrote it with his dad, who was a... He was a vet. A veteran from the Marine Force. And yeah. he was paraplegic. And, and imagine that he suffered trauma and PST, PTSD. Oh, definitely deals with that a lot. From his time in the war. So yeah. he would have a lot of input into that. Well, I think that's where the conversations about am I a good person come up or in this, because they talk about it. You know, the, one, of the, one, of, one of the guy, I mean, characters is on going to be on trial for something that he did. And it's just like, yeah, stuff like that that's kind of interesting and how much it wears on, you know people who were in the war and shit yeah i couldn't imagine just like <laughs> you know one week you know you're in you're you're in the trenches fighting fighting people or trying to kill you and the next year at the supermarket trying to pick out what you're having for dinner with your wife it would be fucking weird yeah <clears throat> it would be uh yeah so yeah it's it's one of those horror movies like i said there is a bit of gore because the dude does kill himself and they don't they don't hide uh, yeah, that but the, the gore is minimal Sure. But it's not, yeah, it's not excessive. It's used, it's it's a very realistic kind of yeah. thing, so. It's un not unnecessary. And the score is mostly just, from what I remember, it's mostly just songs from the radio that play, and they're, they're period-specific. In fact, they used the, is you ain't, and is, or is you ain't, baby, and that's just like, all I can think of was spaced. Because oh, right. it's, it's used in space, and it's just stuck. It's yeah. just stuck there, so anytime I hear it, I'm like, oh, we should watch that. <laughs> Uh, but it's a very period-specific music, and I think it works really well because I find that era of music, uh, the 40s, the 30s, the 20s, creepy as fuck. Creepy as fuck music-wise. Um, just take a look here, rest of my notes. What else got to add, babe? That's pretty much it. Like I said, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, I, I know you think that I've given too much away already, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, and I, I could give away way more because we haven't even talked about the the ending like how it all ends up but you can't without wrapping no. the movie no, so I won't don't. of no. course it's not like it's not like John Wick where it's like oh there's four of those movies so we can keep talking about it and yeah. it's clearly gonna be alive no I like the way it ends yeah it, it's such a it's it's one of those kind of slow burn ones like you said when you're thinking about it we've been thinking about it afterwards a couple of times and uh, so yeah just to recap it's on Shutter it's a Shutter original. And it's an hour and a half, so it's good. It's not like one of these fucking nope. two and a half hour long nope. movies that we've seen recently. It's a good amount of time. It is three acts. It's just like a, like I said, like I said, just like a play. It plays out just like that in in one room. And in fact, you would to change this to a stage play, you would have to do nothing essentially to change it. No. Just have it lit. Just a, just a frame of a room, and that's it. So yeah. Anyways, uh, I do recommend. Uh, I highly Bro recommend Brooklyn Forty Five. You yeah, do. Highly right. recommend. I if also, you're a horror person, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if you like like psychological stuff too, a slow burn, or paranoia. Period, or time-based. Period-based? Period That's piece, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's right. Period yeah, based, It's definitely uh, in 45. It's yeah. shot in, in 4x3, so it's like the old tight TV kind yeah. of look. And like I said, the genre is history. History, it horror, is. Yeah. drama. Yeah, exactly, and it's perfect. So, yeah. So, there you go. Uh, keeping it short this week. Thanks for listening, and... Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week with something something juicy, no doubt. Yeah. We have possibilities rolling around. So thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, bye. Okay, bye again. <laughs> wait, 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 for real.